Have you got fear questions? Yeah, I'm running. We, we go. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's all right. I can, you I got can cut I, in nonsense. I like that you said, <laughs> I started off with being so professional. Yeah. Have you got some questions? Yeah. Hello so, and welcome to Don't Laugh But with Kirsty Hudson. I don't like when you, you say my name. Hello That's... and Rebecca Elliott. I was going to say that I don't like that you say get to say that every time. You don't like that. <laughs> you just you like the sound of your own name being spoken by yourself. No, I don't mind saying my name. That you get to say welcome to Don't Laugh oh, But. Right, you do it then. You do it. I'll cut that bit. Go on. Well, hello. I won't cut that bit. Welcome to Don't Laugh But. That's why you don't do it. That was rubbish. You said but like it had two T's. But. This is the Don't Laugh But podcast, brought to you by Kirsty Hudson and Rebecca Elliott, two women determined to find the funny in everything, or at least pass the time by taking the piss out of each other. Today, we are talking about mm-hmm. fear. Yes, we are. Yeah, which I think has got to be separated from worry and anxiety a little bit. Okay. Like anxiety being the middle class word for worry, oh, I think, these days. Oh, okay. Yeah, a, a little bit like how... The middle class way of saying eczema is psoriasis. Yeah, ah, absolutely. Yeah. And Anxiety. also that they call a toastier paneer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's and very that paste, similar. And that pate uh-huh. is like a bit like paste. Yeah. You know, like you used to have your sandwiches. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, oh, that's because you are so middle class. We used to have like a tuna kind of like. Oh, yeah, 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 paste. yes. Right. Pate, okay. Yeah. So pate is the, the middle class way for paste. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. I think paste is a slightly dirtier substance, but. Did you know there's a there's a paste called, um, there's like a little bit of pate called gentleman's relish. That's a, that's a euphemism if ever <laughs> I've heard one. It's really salty. Oh! No, my husband loves it. Like. <laughs> I bet he does. So, fear. Fear. So, I was going to talk to you about the uh, the top fears. So, I googled this. That's I did research. I did last night as well. Did you? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the first one that comes up... America's biggest fear. Public speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like that's Which the... is... Uh, obviously, you're, you're a stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. Well, yeah. Do you get fear? Mm-hmm. Do you? Absolutely. But I find it strange because on that list, it was like public speaking was number one and then like fifth was like death yes Seinfeld has done this yes. fan, th- th- one of his best jokes ever when he said like how is fear of public speaking comes way above death yeah. so at a funeral most people there would want to be in the casket rather than doing the eulogy absolutely which like, is just well jets, done yeah. well done which I found really strange I find uh, people say to me like I had a guy who was frontline army going like that's like the most terrifying job like the most scariest job yeah. He's been shot at. He's been shot at. He's been shot at. Yeah. And I just You feel... don't get shot at, not unless you really bomb. <laughs> no, I mean, I die a yeah. lot. But, you know, through my own fault, not through yeah. someone shooting at me. Yeah. Um, I find it really strange. I don't, like... But then saying that, I do sometimes get a bit awkward talking in front of a lot of people at a dinner party. Do you? you know? Yeah. I, that, I have not noticed that. Well, the Come moment, on. I don't go to many dinner parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bosh. But, you know, like, I do find it, yeah, I would think... You would be the loudest person at any dinner party I've been to. I absolutely love the sound of my own voice, you I, know, and I, I know that, that sounds dreadful to say, but I do, I yep. I think I've always got something interesting to say. <laughs> I, I think the listeners when does that may happen? disagree. I know, I, but I do, I... Yeah, we're all waiting for that. Yeah. Well, it might happen today. It, but public speaking, but I, I get nervous going on stage. Right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a band and, and also I go, I go sort of do talks at mm-hmm. schools and things mm-hmm. like that. But every time beforehand, I want to 
vomit mm. slash run away. Yeah, but that's because. But I love doing it. Yeah. I absolutely love doing it. So when you get past that, and isn't that just the adrenaline going for it anyway? Don't you kind of you need that to do? Oh, I think it's incredibly important to have the nerves. I mean, the gigs without the nerves, yeah, it's a terrible gig. The, yeah, you can't. You know, I think that. And I like being the centre of attention. Yeah, I think that probably when you do your your school ones, you probably get nervous because you're there to inspire people. <laughs> You know, and that's a challenge. And, and, and you're saying that's not going to happen. Oh, it's yeah, a challenge. It's unlikely. It's a challenge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I think, the, I think, but I think the nerves are really important part of that. Yeah. I think that it's impossible. Yeah, and it and it's what is classed as fear because fear is supposed to be like a raising of the pulse of the blood pressure. You start get you physically feel it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the same as nerves. No, I don't know. I feel I fear it. Like, but then. Uh, that's one of my big fears is fear. fear yeah, because nothing to fear but fear itself. Roosevelt said that, mm. oh, that was, that was going to be my clever. No, point. that was mine. I stole it from you. you. Said I stole it. But that is one of my fearful things: is I don't like that feeling of fear. Yeah, like I get, I will not see. Like some people enjoy it. But well, you say that, but you are a stand-up comic. You've found a way to deal with that, mm-hmm. and and just to go with it. So if you really feared the fear. You, there's no way you would have gone down that path. But I think it's what you talked about there, that's the difference between the fear and nerves. I think it's more nervous. Yeah, it's like okay. that feeling of, I'm like, I'm, but I do go, I'm scared. Like, I, re- I hate the feeling that I get before I go on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I have managed to change it a bit now that I, there are still some days where I'm wake up and I've got a gig, got a gig. Yeah. Um, I don't know any comics who don't get nervous. When you do that voice, I don't like that. I've got a gig, got a gig. Yeah, that one. Find it weird. Yeah, I think I, you need to find a better voice what, for, my nerves? for your anecdotes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll try. Just if you could for next time. I will. I'll yeah, work just try something different. You no, know I've noticed I'm sitting with my legs crossed. This is the first podcast that I've sat with my legs crossed. I think people will appreciate it. Ooh. Yeah. I think it gives me a more kind of considered approach. I don't think it does. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never liked even putting my hand up in school. When I was in school... I really had a fear mm-hmm. of speaking out in front of other people <laughs> to the point where where I knew the answers, which mm-hmm. obviously was all the time because I'm mm-hmm. incredibly bright, mm-hmm. I would whisper it to my best friend sitting next to me. And she would then put her hand oh. up and get all the credit and oh. then I'd feel a little bit of hatred towards her for doing oh, that. But yeah. I still did, I did it every time. See, I, I would put my hand up even if I didn't know the answer. Yeah, you would, like, I would put my hand up. Just to hear yourself say, and not I don't answer. know. Yeah, no, I yeah. would say something and it could right. be like, li- like um, I know it's my daughter does that like uh-huh. now as well. Um, yeah. I mean, that's basically why you do most of the talking here in the podcast because it's basically you putting your hand up for everything, <laughs> even when you're not the person in the room that has most of the knowledge. Yeah. Me, yeah. Me, yeah, you are. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> most of the knowledge is a... The next fear is heights. Height. Ah. Vertigo. And my question to that is, do people who suffer from vertigo, I, I don't, I mean, I don't like love heights, but it's, it's fine. Mm. Do people who suffer from vertigo feel it if they're looking down a well? Ah. Or do no. they have to be above ground they level? They have to be. A, was that a stupid question? Yeah, absolutely. Was it? Totally. No, but if it's a real, like if you're at the top of a well looking right the way down, don't give me what if they're what if they're like a chasm? What if there's a massive chasm but it's below ground, ground I don't level? I think you should ever say the word chasm again. <laughs> I think that's that's the point of that. I don't know is the answer. Uh-huh. I, I I don't know. 
I know that when I go, I'm not got a fear of heights at all. Um, but when I go to top my things, my knees do go weird. Do like they? my knees go like a bit. Whoa. You've got quite weird knees. Like there, jelly, anyway. like a bit. And uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and then I went up to a glacier once in like a train that went quite vertically up, and yeah. I did look down. And I was quite terrified. And also, yeah. I was in a gondola. You know, is the ones that go up. Yeah, they oh, might cut the, are they? they do come down as well. You know what they call gondolas? No, that's a boat. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you weren't in a boat that went up. Anyway, so I mean a thing that hangs off a wire going up a mountain. Oh, that. That's the. You're just like a. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost the word. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on. You're in a thing. I'm in one of those. Yeah. And but for me, it's not necessarily the height. It's like I'm on a wire. Hanging out, and that's yeah. something when I was up the train. Yeah, no, that would freak me out. You know, but I do love actually being high. I like the views. Yeah, but my knees go. My knees can't stand it. See, I'm not afraid of heights. My knees are. Your afraid knees of are. You need to have words with them. Mm, I've tried. Um, bugs and insects. That was next on the list. Now that's something that you're you're scared of. Which oh yeah, is weird. that was going to be on my. That is my list of five fears that of spiders. Spiders, absolutely. And I don't think it's an irrational fear. I don't think it's a phobia. I think it's absolutely rational fear. And I'm suspicious of anyone who's not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of spiders. Because, well, I was suspicious of you already. <laughs> because they are, they're like little pockets of evil in the world. Uh-huh. They're like little disembodied hands. Right. Walking along, right? Mm. And they look like a crack in the world through which the evil comes. <laughs> that's, that's what they look like. And who needs eight legs anyway? Why do they need that many? I think that's impressive that they have they eight legs. They don't need who needs but eight legs. But they have eight legs and don't trip over themselves. I mean, and, that... and when one of their legs like falls off or something, it doesn't bother them. That's yeah, not normal. I have two legs and trip up a lot, and they don't trip up on the eight. They don't. I mean, and I love them because they, they eat flies. Yeah, I'd much prefer a fly. No, flies. I, mean, I don't dirty. like flies. They're dirty. But yeah, no, I don't like flies. But I'm not stuff. scared of them. If you I mean, my to... kids are dirty. I'm not scared of them. No, my but... kids aren't evil. Well, yeah, no, my kids aren't evil. Spiders are evil. Oh. And, you know, there are there are spiders that can kill you. That's what I was about to say. It is an irrational fear. Only no, if you live rational. somewhere where spiders can you, kill it is, you. You're saying it is a rational fear if you live. Get it right. It, yeah, that's what... Is it only an irrational yeah. fear? Why am I helping you oh, argue against me? Fear, of course, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So I lived in Florida where we had spiders that could damage you. Right. You had to look in your shoes because you could have a black yeah. widow in there and things like that. But again, I wasn't scared. No, because... but it's not whether they can kill you. It's just the look of the damn But things. you can stand on them and they're dead. Mm, no, because they run. They run too fast. They'll come mm. up your body. They'll go in your hair. It is, oh. it is weird at autumn time. They never go in your hair. That's... They will go in your hair and your <laughs> face. They want to they they crawl over your face. How many spiders have you ever had in your, in your hair? Many. You no, are, none. But exactly. that's what they want to do. You've got you've lived that, 40 you years on this it. planet without one spider in your hair, yet you're scared of that. No, they're so, evil. Now, I'm not a fan of rats, right? Yeah. And the reason is because like, you could, I could I could take on a spider and feel like I could kill it quite easily, just with a little stamp. Just a little, little raise my foot, bring it down, the spider's gone. No, because then you've got a squash spider. I didn't know. A that's rat. still evil. Rats are cute. Oh, I have a lot. I want to love rats because they're god creatures and all yeah. that stuff. Oh. Like I want to engage yeah. them. I want not have a chat. You're so angelic. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to. I do. Like we had a rat the other day in our house. Yeah. So, oh, in your house. In my house, the rat had. We live by a river, and we have a doggy flap. 
So yeah. the rap, a doggy flap. We'll go past that euphemism. Carry <laughs> yeah. on. The rap had the rap. Yeah, the, the rat. rat had got into our house, and I and it was so. Was tragic. it big? Well, this is. Are the you thing. exaggerating? Was it just a mouse? Let, let me tell you the story first. Then you can find out. Uh, let me know when I can talk again. So I had the, some seedling potatoes because I'm going to grow my own potatoes. Oh, again, you're you just know, so virtuous. I am, and I had them to like they were like a tray next to my bench in my kitchen, mm-hmm. and I looked down and I realised there wasn't many potatoes in there, and I looked over to my dishwasher, and there was like a whole pile of potatoes. They they so eat the potatoes. It, it, it like taken all the potatoes out and let this whole pile by the dishwasher got under the, um, what's you know the skirting boards there and yeah. was living behind the dishwasher. And and so my husband's just trying to make a shepherd's pie. <laughs> no, I'm just cooking for me. I'm trying to help out, Kirsty. And yeah, so there was loads of tube bits and stuff. And so my husband said, "He's uh, he's like, I want to get the rat. You know, I'm gonna. Uh huh. He was on that. From yeah. that so I have this like I what like I just I because I I like you know people have rats as pets and I think oh, mm. I really should go and hang out with them a bit. But they should, <laughs> should go hang out, should with, go hang out with the rats. Yeah, you know, you find they're quite personable. It might because it might, you know, like when you were a kid. I love used to love those stories about like rats. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, I can't search the web. That's <laughs> that's brilliant. That's Can you fun. just leave your iPhone watch it, it phone whatever the hell me. alone? It started talking to me because you poked it. I. <laughs> That's what happens when you poke something. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know, I I'm sorry. I, God, I want to love the rats. We lived in a flat once that had rats, and we had, we caught one in a box. And that I mean that I like rats, and that did freak me out. When you'd be sitting in the living room, you'd see him run behind the sofa. That that's not right. But that's because it's out of context. It is. And because if you see a rat out, if I saw a rat outside by the river, I go, "Oh, there's a rat. Those are cute." But if they're in your house, it's like a an alien being in your house. It's like having a burglar in there or something. It's like you shouldn't be in here. Yeah, it looks wrong. Yeah. So that kind of that I, freaked me out. I mean, that rat actually was a bit like a burglar because it stole my potatoes. It stole your potatoes. <laughs> stole the potatoes. Uh-huh. But it's because you know, like rats are amazing because they're really freaking. I mean, how it moved all the potatoes over to they're his really house. clever. They're like really clever. Like it managed to get everything. It's cleverer than you. It's well, clearly it yeah. got my potatoes and. But they're so big and they're so fast. Yeah. I couldn't kill a rat. You see, I couldn't kill it. Like, no. by, I couldn't. Like, the rat would have me every time. We once had a lodger. We went away for the weekend. Right. And when we came back, he had gaffer taped up the, the only bathroom that we had all around the door because there'd been a spider in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite that bad. I don't even know. I didn't want to know where he'd be going to the I toilet. I was about to say. Where I don't did know. You use the bathroom? But he had gaffer taped it up. Oh my and, goodness! Uh, and Matt's not scared of spiders, so he went and, and dealt with it. But. Yeah. No, I would find it strange if my husband was scared of spiders or, or rats or anything. He's would not. you? Yeah. That's, that's quite. Oh, I've got very very strict rules for men and women. Oh come on! I know, I d- and I am a feminist. This is a feminist podcast. I. Don't know why I do. I don't know, but I can't deal with I, those It things. does annoy me that I am scared of spiders because I do consider myself quite a sort of mm-hmm. practical woman who's not really mm-hmm. scared of stuff. Mm. Although I am, we'll come on to some weird stuff later. Mm. But generally speaking, you know, like in my house, I'm the one who owns the uh, the toolbox. Yeah. You know, I'm the one who fixes stuff. Mm. I deal with the finances. Mm-hmm. I do but if finance. I see a spider, I just want to weep. Yeah, see, that is weird. I mean, I, I would deal with the rat if I needed to. Like, if my husband wasn't there, I would manage the rat situation. But I like to defer to him. If I have to catch a spider, because, like, Matt's out or whatever, and it's huge, and I'm thinking, I can't live in this house knowing it's there, 
I can just about do it with a saucepan. Right. Just catch it and then let... Yeah, would you kill a spider? Yeah, oh God, yeah. Would you? Yeah. But I wouldn't want to get close enough to it to kill it. No. Even stamping on a spider, that's not... Oh, because it's going to run up your leg and into your hair. <laughs> that's what it's going to do. A spider's never going here. And lay eggs in your ear. Yeah. That's what they do. That's what they Kirstie. do. It's, it's what they do. It's factual. That is fact. You're listening to Don't Laugh But with Kirsty Hudson and Rebecca Elliott, the random banter of two idiots laughing at life. Drowning. Oh, I thought this was oh. weird because who's not scared of drowning? Me. Like, no, but of drowning. Oh, well. Do you know what I mean? That's, it, that's like saying you have a fear of being shot in the face. But that's, that's normal. But I think a fear of water. Right. But the way it was listed here, it was a fear of drowning, which would seem to be a very, a very rational, normal, like everyone has a fear of drowning. I, I've right? nearly drowned three times in my life. You've nearly drowned three All times? All down to my friend. The same friend? The same friend. You need to defriend them. Yeah. They're trying to drown you. She can't swim. So we were in once in a, in a it, it was an outdoor pool at the very, they used to have, very hospital used to have an outdoor pool. Yeah. And we got swimming and I'm in the deep end, she jumps in. She didn't realise it was a deep end, and then she just clings on to me, <laughs> sinking oh! and sinking. And the deep end would not be your friend, because you are painfully sinking. short. No, but I'm a good swimmer. And then the next time we were scuba diving, hmm. oh, and she's she dragged me down with a she, scuba she's gear. She's trying on. to kill you. <laughs> I think that's what it is. She said she's my friend. She's no, trying to kill you. She's an assassin. That's yeah, what she is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So there you go. There's some, yeah. I, but it's not something that I worry about is drowning because I feel like I'm a really strong swimmer. But still, you wouldn't enjoy drowning. Do you know, it's, that's actually I mean, not it'd one be of, weird if someone didn't have a fear of drowning. It's not one of my fearful ways of dying, no. It's not It's not something I go... No, but still, if you, would, if you died via drowning, mm-hmm. you still wouldn't like that. You give me that. Of course I would laugh because I'm dying. Exactly, I'm dying. that's what drowning means. I mean, <laughs> there is no nearly drowning. Well, I nearly did. No, there's drowning or there's not drowning. Right. I think. Right, she says in a way that says, <laughs> no. So, blood, uh, blood and needles was the next one. Oh, I have no fear of needles. I can't look if I'm getting an injection of some, you know, like when I'm pregnant or whatever. I, right. can't, I can't see the needle. And when the nurse is talking to me, Mm-hmm. I have to look literally the opposite way. My husband can't either. And I think they think I'm being a bit standoffish. Right. And when they say it's just a scratch, bollocks. Oh, I it's, love it. It's a tiny stabbing mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm. It's not just a scratch. Yeah. No, I love it. I love... You love it. You I love, love it. it when someone not... sticks a needle in you. When, but what? when you have to give blood for something, you know, yeah, when you yeah, go yeah. in and they go in. Yeah. And then and then the, they draw the blood out. Oh. And I love watching that. I'm like, how is that possibly doing that? Like, there's nothing... Nothing's sucking it. Oh, but it hurts. No, it doesn't hurt. It and having quick. a cannula put in, have you had that? Yeah. That, That's yeah. hideous. Yeah, because you've had C-sections like me. Yeah. Having that in. No. And they did it badly right. once. So the day after I'd given birth, I was walking through... I don't know, I was walking past the nurse's station in the hospital... And all the nurses suddenly rushed round me, and you know something's bad. Mm. And basically, the cannula had come out, mm-hmm. and I thought water was running down my arm, and it was my blood was just pouring out onto the floor. That's awful. I know. I know. Oh, I no. have dealt with a lot of stuff. You've been through it. Haven't I you? really well have. Done. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, for me, um, <laughs> waving at someone when you thought you don't, when you thought you knew them, but you don't. Yeah. That's top of my list. <laughs> I yeah, humiliation. So yeah, that, oh, I, I, have so... you done that before? 
Yeah, lots. I do it all the time. Do you? Yeah. Do you? So your yeah. fear doesn't stop you from putting yourself out there? <laughs> oh, yes. No, yeah. I'm like, oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that will stay with me for quite a long time, yeah. you know. Oh, that's the kind of thing I would beat myself up about. <laughs> I have done that recently. There was another mum at school. And I and I said hi because I'd had a I'd had a chat to her the day before, and then she just kind of went hmm, hello and walked past, and I thought that's not who I had a chat with. Oh that's no, not who I had a chat with. Yeah. And now whenever I see that woman, <laughs> I kind of have to still say keep that level high, <laughs> yeah. sort of pretending that she might have forgotten. Yeah. But actually, we uh-huh. and we are friends, but uh-huh. she's the one who's forgotten. I'm trying to sell it like that now. Yeah. And do you know what another thing when you like if I'm seeing someone with my husband and I've forgotten that person's name. Yeah, just... I have that all the time. Well, I told you I have kid blindness. I don't remember any of my friends' kids' names. <laughs> not until I've met them at least 16, 17 times. Yeah. And still then. Yeah. Not really. No. So then I end up mumbling. I say, how's the... <laughs> no, I think I know it begins with an L. How's I, the... I just... And then my husband sometimes will go... Hmm. Yeah. I'm just like... Yeah, but, you know, I got that, nothing. I got nothing. No, I, you know, uh, my husband's quite bad for forgetting people, mm. and he will have people like it's. It's happened a couple of times. We're in a supermarket, and a bloke's come up to Matt and said, "Matthew, earlier, how are you doing, mate?" And, like really clearly, like they had a deep mm. friendship. And see, I would fake it at that point and go, "Ah, hi," mm. thinking, "Well, they clearly mm-hmm. know me." But Matt doesn't. He just goes, oh, "I'm really sorry, Matt. I have no idea who you are." <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> And this guy had like lived with Matt for a while and stuff. Anyway, and he story. didn't remember. It. No, did, no, yeah. didn't remember. Him. Yeah. My another Go thing. On. One of my things is uh, getting things wrong. I don't like getting things wrong. Wow. I mean, you must suffer from that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. I do. I really. Yeah. Don't you want get a to. lot of stuff wrong. Well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No. Again, that is a questionable. See, I was going to say questionable question, but I think I said that earlier, and I meant questionable yeah, statement. It's another thing that you it's a question got wrong. Got wrong. Yeah. Oh, the irony! Uh-huh. It was what stuff? What's the getting getting uh, wrong? If I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to do it badly. I don't want to do it wrong. You don't want to do stuff wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to do stuff wrong. Okay. I just want to get it right, and and that has limited me in the past quite a lot. Okay. Like, there's no way to do stand up. Apart from doing it wrong sometimes. Right, I was going to say, you have to get over that. But, yeah, well, that's why I'm so successful. But you seem there. fearless when you go up on stage. It doesn't, seems like, I mean, you're, you do you do go wrong. But, no, but you make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep digging back. You do go wrong. No, you do. No, but you make it work. And, and it because, like, if you were sitting, if one was sitting in the audience mm. and you saw a, a stand-up or... Uh, What's the what's the name of the other job you do on stage? MC. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you saw an MC who clearly were a bit nervous, and mm-hmm. when they cocked up, they knew it and they felt it, that would make the audience mm-hmm. nervous. Mm-hmm. But if you, but it's natural. If you're up there MCing all night, you're going to make mm-hmm. a few, you know. But when you go a bit wrong, you make you make it funny, and because you seem happy with it, it mm. makes the audience just kind of go along with it and and love it even more. Mm. So that's all a fake? Yeah, no, that's very real. I think when I'm on stage and it, like, oh, but, you know, when I'm on stage, it feels okay to be wrong. Yeah. I think it's probably the live stuff that I don't want to be wrong at, you yeah. know? Sometimes I want to be perfect more than I want to do the process. Like, I want it just to be perfect. I want yeah. to get perfect straight away. And there's no way in life that you can do anything else without right. Without making huge amounts of mistakes, and I have struggled with that a lot yeah, in my life. Yeah, 
fear is quite a motivator for some people. For me, it's a limiting thing. Like the fear of failure, mm. the fear of stuff has... If I feel fearful about something, I have to really process that before I can do it. I can't have fear as a motivator for something. Oh, I think fear is a motivator for me. Is it? Like, bit, bit fear. I don't know fear is the right word. I won't get stuff done unless I have a deadline. And normally when it's pushing up against the deadline, you start to get that fear. Right. That's when I do my best stuff. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. When I wrote my first novel and that got rejected, and I had the fear that this lifelong dream of mine is just not going to happen. I've just wasted four years. Mm-hmm. The fear of that, made me quickly write the second novel right. I made damn sure it was better yeah you see what I mean but I don't know if that's fear yeah it's not like shivering in a corner you know uh-huh. but I have a deep rooted fear this is going to sound really lame but I have a deep rooted fear of not being good enough like uh-huh. and that and a lot of that comes from growing up in the 80s and, and having teachers quite clearly telling you're quite crap and not good enough that kind of stuff but it's not all of that I mean it's lots of kind of complex reasons and but that feeling of not good enough I feel like I'm a bit like the Andy Murray of tennis you know like when you're not (laughs) (laughs) you know like when you're Uh not what you've won several (laughs) Wimbledons in that he's only won one but in that like he when he was doing badly he would just do worse, you know. He, yeah. So I feel like if I'm doing well and I'll do better, mm-hmm. but if I'm doing badly, I struggle. To, I feel like I, like I don't like being the underdog. Like I, I'd, if okay. people think I'm, sh- if people think I'm not very good at something, and it's yeah. a bad word, then you do. Well, then. Think I'm, save. Shoddy. Yeah. If people think I'm shoddy, then I feel like I will live up to their expectation rather right. than ex- exceed their expectations. And yeah. it's something that I, for me, it's a process, and it, and it is. I'm getting more maturity around it. Do you know what I mean? And trusting mm. that I am, you know, funny, and I am because because I like I I get told, oh, you're naturally funny. Mm. Well, and how do I, you? I would never tell you. That. <laughs> no, but how do you recreate that? Like I'm not, I'm moving in and out. Yeah, how do you? Close. I'm so excited by that. <laughs> but how do you not, How do you create something that you have no idea that you're doing? Then, like, so you're on stage, like, like yeah. you know. Do you yeah. say that people shouldn't say nice things to you? No. Because uh, Don't you, can't say nice. live, you can't live up to that. I can't, no. Yeah. Put me down. Well, I have a fear of humiliation and not and not being good enough mm. and and saying the stupid thing. And right. I, I hate I hate anything like that. And I think part of that comes from being a, the youngest sibling. It doesn't stop you, though. No, I don't. <laughs> I know. No. But part of that comes from being the youngest sibling, uh. I think. Because my brother and sister are like five and seven years older than me. Right. And so obviously when, when I'm going like, Seven six is a twenty four, and they're going, "Don't you idiot, you right. prick! That's not right." You know, just as a one example, you know, when you're trying to do stuff when you're five, of course you don't have the same knowledge so do you think as a twelve year old and a ten year old. So they kind of take the mick out of you. Uh-huh. I like you just gonna keep talking. Just I yeah, uh, you have talked for just like an hour. Give me a minute. No, but you you end up feeling like the idiot because you're the youngest kids. So your skills aren't the same mm-hmm. as your older siblings, so you feel like the idiot. Right. So I've always been striving to not be the idiot. Right. I'm, come on, I'm handing you a punchline there. <laughs> I think you can keep say. striving, love. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm handing you a punchline, and then you gave that punchline to yourself. Well, you didn't. You didn't get in there quick enough. <laughs> All right. I think I the left fact- the gap. Well, I think the fact that you said I'm always striving not to be the idiot was enough. <laughs> I felt that that... Just let that lie. That's all There's no need to unpack it. 
You're listening to Don't Laugh But with Rebecca Elliott and Kirsty Hudson, the most meaningless small talk about life's most meaningful questions. I think, yeah, I mean the fear. I mean, but I, of course you've got those primal fears of death. I was going to say, there's the yeah fear of loved ones dying. Yeah, is obviously, oh, it's, is obviously up it, there. But it is. I feel, of I feel we've covered that. We have absolutely covered that. But <coughs> on this list, yeah. right, of top ten genuine fears, right. was zombies, and they're not real. And I don't understand why people would say that. They, and there's a name I can't remember what the name is, but there's a name for it yeah. and everything. And people have got this genuine, genuine fear of a zombie apocalypse. That I, makes them actually worry in, in real life. Yeah. But that's like saying, what's your favourite animal? And someone's saying, oh, it's a unicorn. Like, it's not real. That doesn't answer the question. You can't have a fear <laughs> of something that's literally mm-hmm. just been made up in movies. But there wasn't... Are you about to come back and tell me that zombies are real? Well, I've got... You've got that look in your eye well, that I'm about to say something that's really out there. Well, okay, two things. There's been, for a lot of my life, I thought the unicorns were real like dinosaurs. <laughs> like, they were like... <laughs> They'd all died out. You know, like they can't... Yeah, I did. I mean, okay. probably quite late into my adulthood. Oh! And I realised that unicorns... Really? Because it's, people talk about them so much, like they will have, like they are real. Like Actually, to be fair, I did get into early adulthood thinking that haggises were real animals. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I think a teacher had told me <laughs> right. that haggis are these little furry creatures that live on mountains. All right. And they've got two legs shorter than the other, uh-huh. so they can just run round one way round a mountain. So the way to catch them is you run up the opposite way. They try to turn uh-huh. around, they roll down the hill. See, there was a whole detailed story, and I think I was about 22, <laughs> and again, probably had that humiliation, probably brought it up in a pub discussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone just looks at you like, what? what? And the whole zombie thing is, is I think, very much... I have a, my friend who tried to drown me, yeah. who is really, you know, I see an assassin now. Yeah. She um, has said to me, where would you go? And I'm like... What, if there was a zombie apocalypse? Where would I go for what exactly? Where I'd would go I and sacrifice what? myself immediately because I don't want to see that. <laughs> me too. I'm so not I'm not worried about it. I'll just like, go out and go, just take me! Yeah, I have a heart attack first. when my husband chases me up and says, tickle me. Yes. <laughs> just like, I, I lay down. I ah, I yeah, just get yeah, me. Just yeah. get it over and done with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't bear the thought of being... I would... Yeah, and yeah. like, be, they don't care about you because... What, zombies? But they're... Again, they're not real. It's not a real fear. It's not a real. No. You don't need to have a strategy for a zombie attack. No, but she it's not, does. You need she to have a strategy has... for like climate change and stuff. Well, she says to me like in Americans, England, like, where but would not you a go? zombie attack. No, but she does say like where because she says like England's quite small. Like where are you gonna? She says you've got to find a forest. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go to Thetford Forest. Yes. We'll be safe there. That'll be fine. I'd be the worst They've place to be. They've got a nice be. cafe, so... No, but it'd be the worst place. Imagine being in a forest at night. I and know, you'd start to make it more stuff. scary. It would. You'd start hearing stuff. Right. Don't do the voice. That's, that's what something to do. You've got one sound. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's like Chewbacca with a sore throat. I don't know what they do, but it would be a terrifying noise. All right. People are scared of clowns and yes. i i feel sorry for clowns now a little bit oh. because they've been vilified a little bit they've been right. i feel they've been persecuted i mean i know they're not a race of people no right no but maybe we should hmm. cut, them, cut them though, some short. slack you maybe give them some land where they can roam free <laughs> 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 the clowns run through you I'm gonna, I like yeah. that noise. 
Literally, your noise is the same for it's a, it's a funny voice, it's a sound in the woods, and it's apparently a nose. <laughs> Squeeze. A clown nose as yeah, well. Yeah, um, I... I have not. I did a clowning workshop recently. Yeah, you and do some weird stuff. It has it has stopped me being afraid of clowns. I've well, I've never actually been afraid of clowns. It has so. it made you afraid of yourself? Well, it was a beautiful thing to do. Like clown, there's a but lot. But was it proper? Like there are big so feet many. And... No, that's not no. clowning. That's no, don't say. I think that's like, like white that. face You're talking about clowning. clowning. There are so many different types of clowns. Did you know there are clowns without borders who are like doctors without borders? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they do yeah. good work. There's also there's the clown people who come into like children's hospitals. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Except clown that, doctors. Clown doctors. Mm-hmm. Thank, don't don't get close to the mic and patronisingly go clown doctors. Yeah, I have friends who do it. Fine. Uh-huh. Well, can you tell your friends? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the clown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that if like we were, you've got two parents sitting with a with a severely disabled child, which our daughter was, mm-hmm. who is asleep. Mm-hmm. And even if she wasn't asleep, she wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. That we don't want, when we're sitting in the waiting room in Addenbrookes, we don't want two female clowns to try and entertain us <laughs> by blowing bubbles and being idiots in front of me and Matt. And that's just like our worst Did nightmare. Did you know what to do? I just, it was hideous. It was horrendous. They it were blowing bubbles in your face. They were just being clowns just to like me and Matt. And, and obviously they were doing it for Clemmy. But mm. Clemmy was asleep. She didn't care, you mm. know? But I get that it works for other kids. And yeah. I get that not all parents are quite as cynical <laughs> like, as, as me and Matt. Did you not feel the need I mean, to... I was given the evil eye. No, I was being, I was being polite, but I, I thought that I was, given, I was being polite and yet clearly making it quite plain that I hate this. <laughs> Please go away. How? That's a, hard, that's a hard thing to pull off. What, that look? Yeah. Oh, I think I've got it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. See, I would be, I'm such a people pleaser that I'd be like, yay, that's really good. Woo. Yeah, no, like, no. 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 Because no. that's a big fear of yours, isn't it? Like getting dragged up on getting stage. Up, this, this was another fear, getting dragged mm-hmm. up on stage. Like, I don't mind going up on stage. If, if I'm singing, fine, not a problem. If I'm going up and doing mm-hmm. a talk, great. Everyone look at me. Mm-hmm. But if, if I'm at, a, this is one of the reasons why I hate panto, mm-hmm. is if I'm going to get dragged up, I would just, I mean, me and Matt, because my husband's the same, talk about what, what do we do? when they come down to the audience if they go to get up us mm-hmm. up what do we do mm-hmm. and like we just agree that I, I would just go no move along <laughs> you got the wrong person you would absolutely you would say it's I here. would I would rather That's do that so than go up on stage and then have to do something horrendously humiliating in front of a room full of people where you are the oh. butt of the joke being the butt of the joke is one of my fears and that would just be because like we were at a show the other day mm-hmm. uh, Steve Sausage Oh, Steve Sausage. Who's great, magician, mm. children's entertainer. Great entertainer. Really, really good. He's got uh-huh. skills. Uh, we're all in a big sort of village hall. All the parents mm-hmm. sitting around the outside, mm-hmm. all the six-year-olds in the middle. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he kept kept picking on the adults right. and dragging them up there to do various things. Right. And I was really, I mean, I was, I had my arms crossed the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. And when he got the adults to all stand up, I did. But I very much made it plain, you don't want to mess with me. Oh, like, you're good, but like you don't want to call on me. Okay. And he still did. He called. And what did you do? Did you get up? No, he called up the dad of the girl whose party it was. Right. Who is a nice guy, but I, I kind of know. I don't know him that well. Okay. He called him up, right? Mm-hmm. And he put on one of, one of those masks oh, where you like the squeeze the thing yeah, yeah. and the ventriloquist masks. 
Stop mm-hmm. looking at your watch. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm telling an awesome story here. Yes, and you're you just, you looked at your phone, yes. you've looked at your watch. Yes, you are telling you know. a very awesome story. <laughs> Shut up. He got the dad up right. with the ventriloquist mask. Right. The dad's quite shy. He's a lovely guy. Don't really know him that well. And then with his voice was saying, I just fancy one of the girls in the audience. Oh. One of the mums. And, and that was me. Oh. Yeah. And they asked me what my name was. And then basically he was flirting through ventriloquism with me. Oh. And it was just horrific, oh. frankly. It was horrific. But obviously oh. I faked it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I want to kill you. <laughs> so, but I would find... I don't feel like I'm getting the sympathy that that deserved. Well, because I think that if I was in the audience of like a pantomime and you went, no, move on, that would make me feel very uncomfortable. Oh, I'm not. That's going to happen. <laughs> don't come to a panto with me. Is that I, There is no way I'm going on stage. I quite like... Yeah, I don't... Cause it, so you would go up and just make an ass of yourself. Yeah. Just dance around, stand on one leg, do an impression of a chicken. I do all. I would... I would, but then that's I, basically your job anyway, though, isn't it? <laughs> I would do that, I, but I would struggle with someone else being funny than I was. Okay, you know. but, and yet you've managed to do this podcast. <laughs> hey, well done. One on one meetings. I prefer to be on a stage talking to a group full of people than meeting one on one with someone I don't know very well. Right. And having eye contact. Yeah. I find that tricky yeah uh, really like i do have a bit of fear about that i have the same thing with telephone calls do you i really dislike talking on the telephone okay i mumble i get all yeah. sweaty i don't exactly know if i'm saying the right thing really that's right again for someone it. with such confidence that's weird yeah i know the phone like i have ignored phone calls because i do not want to talk like if my friends bring me and be like like i like a text text yeah. is easy yep i'll be there if someone says it rings me up i'm going like I really no, when someone sends you a text, you get back to them about a day later saying I might be there. <laughs> Just want to fill in the detail there. Yeah. But that's much better and easier. It's better for you. But yeah. like I'm gonna some... ring you more often. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. I'll ignore you. <laughs> I can be like she's no, she's there really. But a one on one meeting with someone that you don't know like when I you know met my agent for the first time or meet you know, like a work thing or or like a friend that you've seen as a group and then you go, Oh, should we get should we get a coffee together? I would find fear before. Oh, that. I don't. I would mind enjoy that. it when I'm there, mm. but you'd but be nervous about it. I first. would be nervous. I remember. I remember when we first had that. When our first date, <laughs> that was spread. I was yeah, late. Yeah, the I spread eagle, <laughs> and that, no, because that sounds like we were spread eagle. The spread eagle is a pub. <laughs> <laughs> our first date when we were spread eagle. I remember it well. <laughs> and, yeah, uh-huh. uh, I found that quite awkward. Did you? Yeah, I was, I was scared. Yeah, but that's because you're such a fan of mine. No, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if you want to think that, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. You know, I don't. That would not. That does not make me nervous. I no. like that. Do you know what I don't like mm. is a meeting where you don't know someone very well, and it's on Skype. That oh, I that's find weird. Really awkward. I think even skyping or facetiming with someone you do know yeah. well can be awkward. I mean, I my sp- brother lives in Paraguay. Uh-huh. We have to face it. My brother's like, you know, it's my best mate. Because God knows you're not, <laughs> and and you know you speak well done for the crash. The cobalt fellow in sadness with that statement. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So my brother lives in Paraguay, mm-hmm. so we uh-huh. FaceTime, and it, it is lovely. Mm-hmm. But the beginning's always a bit awkward, and what's really awkward is the end. 
because then you've got to like point your finger at the screen it looks like you're bye, doing bye, something bye, yeah. I yeah. think that Skype or FaceTime calls should end like newsreaders I think you should pick up some papers and just shuffle them that is on such the a good idea and just let it fade I love that yeah, yeah. see my we Skype with my husband's family and like especially what's awful is if they're all there yeah and but my husband's it's family because no one knows who to talk no, to and my or... husband's family are not chatty people so oh, then I end no. up talking the most really really that's a surprise yeah. and I keep talking and I'm going and going and then I'm like no one else is talking so I feel like I need to talk well, more well here's a tip Kirsty if you leave a gap sometimes <laughs> then people will be they'll feel able to fill it with talking. No, but they don't. Imagine that awkward silence for a long time. That's one of my fears is awkward silences. Oh, actually. I don't mind an awkward silence. Like, I don't mind Oh, I really wanted to leave one there. Ah, oh, you missed a trick. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That was an awkward yeah, silence. that was quite awkward. But then I started to laugh. So yeah. that kind of, you know, but I love... No, I, no, I, I found it sexy. I don't mind it. Thank you. I don't mind an awkward silence. I don't mind... You know, because now, obviously, with my husband, we have comfortable silences. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely when you get to that point. To the point where it? you just totally... But we have that now. Like, we cannot talk for a while. Mm. Um, we don't because we both like to talk. You, you never <laughs> shut up. I've never experienced that. Oh, like, you're like not a chatty Cathy. Like, I'm you... not chatty Cathy. I love the chatty Cathy term. That is a, that's a working class term right there. Yeah, chatty Cathy. My things is not being liked. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Like, we've talked briefly about you not like. I. <laughs> we've talked about me not liking you. Yes, I think I, we've covered that. I like. Yeah. I, re- I. That has created a huge people pleasing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Also, I can change my opinions quite easily with whoever I'm with because I want them to like. But... I'm a bit like that. Yes. Yeah, a bit of a chameleon. Oh, I don't sort of absolutely. stick to my. I mean, yeah. I do kind of, but I I will bend my. Oh. I'll also bend my accent to fit in more. Oh, will like, you? If I'm with posher friends, then I'll start speaking. You know how I was sort of brought up to speak, which is a bit nicer like this, and right. I'll make sure I pronounce all my T's. But when I'm with you, I'm a bit more like. <laughs> No, it's, but I, I grew up in Essex, so I could go either way. Yeah. But I do. But that's terrible, isn't it? To oh, not have I the integrity to, to, to kind of stick to yourself. And... Yeah. Like, my husband is the same. And he is not interested in anyone liking him or not. And he's just really not interested. Yeah. Whereas I'm so... Do you think they like me? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, the other day, like, I'm I'm a bit of a Remainer with the whole... Yeah. Because oh, clearly Brexit's going so well. So it's I'm, brilliant. you know... I've, but I have said that. But I was with some people the other day who were... Who were saying, well, you know, it's what the people wanted. And I said, yes, it's what the people wanted. We should. <laughs> really? You went completely overhauling your views. No, yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I was clearly, so I did say, I am, I wasn't, I am a Remainer, of course, but that was the people's vote. <laughs> I was just, I could hear myself saying it going, what are you talking about? That's not what I actually think. That's not what I think at all. I, yeah. Yeah, so being a people pleaser is quite bad, isn't it? Because it just means we're just basically tarts for people's opinion. I am. But then I just... But then I but then I will wrap it up, go... I will, like, make it sound like... Because I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to have that discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you didn't want to rock the gondola. <laughs> Another one of my fears is eating with wooden cutlery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you said that... Even I've thinking about that. Made me go... Right! Yeah, yeah. It's just... You know the little forks you get at the chippy? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. puts my teeth on edge. That is... That's what, I've never met someone who shares that. No, I'm with you on that. Maybe that's why we like each other. Because of the wooden cutlery. Because we knew there was a... That's we knew the there only, was a bond. That's, it's the only thing we have in common, is. really. That's <laughs> well, now we've found that, I think we can let we the can... whole relationship just rest <laughs> now. Just walk away. 
Kirsty and Rebecca will be back next week with a whole new round of this oddly captivating bollocks. So you may as well listen in. <laughs>